Hear now the words of the witches. The secrets we hid in the 90s and aughts. Vintage TV is invoked here. The great work of magic is sought. Bring us your powers, you sisters three. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing witchcraft? No, bitch, it's a podcast about charm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Yujun Zulu. Hello, I'm Nick Probst. And this is... The Podcast of Shadows. Hello. No, 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 no. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) How are we doing today? We get to watch, gosh, I mean, some kind of bridezilla today. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This... This actually, I mean, I think we're like coining a lot of, th- like clocking a lot of things that Charm inspired in the world. And mm-hmm. I would, I would dare say that Bridezilla was actually premiered on Charmed. I think so. I mean, it's a big day. It's a lot of stress. And then when you add on top of that, some demonic stuff, oh boy, mm-hmm. so stressful. I know. And what's really funny, I mean, well, we'll get into it, but mm-hmm. um, Hecate, I think was like the the goddess of witches right oh man i forgot to look that up well well (laughs) i will look that up by the time that we do the episode Mm -hmm. um but um i mean this week's episode is really it's really a lesson like if you're gonna get married get the marriage certificate as soon as possible oh yeah or, or else the wedding is illegal, as the mom says. So. <laughs> but that's just a good practice. Yeah. So just get it. Get it get it taken care get of. Get it over with. I know that sometimes you don't want to pull the trigger. You're not really sure if you want to get married. But if that's the case, don't get married. But mm-hmm. if you are, get it done. Yeah. Because then they're yours forever. And no one can come and steal your man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> unless they're a demon. Yeah, unless they're a demon. Which is another whole nother can of worms there. <laughs> um but, um, and, ooh, be careful if you're a stripper. We'll get into that later, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, well, we're ready for this little doozy, then. Enjoy. Hello, Nick. Hello, Mijan. How are you? I'm doing really good. Um, you know, I was I was in a dark place around my daddy issues and... Mm. Um, you know, some stalkers that were trying to buy me drinks, mm-hmm. but I'm in a lighter and brighter place now because, yeah. um, I believe in marriage. I think it's forever. Um, and this, this episode is about weddings and love and yeah, it's almost time for the big day. Yeah. Um, oh, so I'm, and, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. And, and we get to see, I mean, and this, this episode, I feel like is one of the less complicated ones. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it's pretty much just about the situation surrounding that wedding that's going on and how the charmed ones are interacting with it. Yeah. And it's, I, I feel, I feel like, you know, in every series, like sometimes some episodes, some episodes are a little bit more about like exposition. Mm-hmm. So like, there's like the, the little tiny hints that like Rex Buckland is evil. We, uh, <laughs> we have a, we have another little uh, chef Moore tidbit. Um, mm-hmm. which I love every time it happens because they keep like falling back <laughs> on this storyline, but it's just like, it's kind of, it's, it's ridiculous. There's, there's no way. The, the absentee. Yeah. He's like always absent. Always something is happening that makes things more stressful for Piper. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this man who's never there mm-hmm. keeps thrusting it onto her. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's true that chefs travel, 
I mean, working with a, a like a a budding famous chef, I would say mm-hmm. the, the the one that works in my restaurant. I mean, he's gifted. Um, he's mm-hmm. been doing amazing things. Uh, he just catered the James Beard Award Foundation dinner, which is apparently like the Ooh. Oscars of, of cooking. Um, wow. So he's like super talented, working with one of the most famous chefs in the world. And uh, yes, chefs travel all the time. Mm-hmm. They go off and mm-hmm. they do really fun things, like cater mm-hmm. things in like St. Bart's or yada yada. But one thing they don't do is just disappear from the restaurant that they work in for like shits and giggles. <laughs> right. This seems to be happening all the time. Also, like if they cater a wedding, they do the wedding. Yeah. Totally. Totally. How much he'd be being, how much that he'd be paid to do yeah. that? Like he would do that. He wouldn't skip out on that and then pawn it off to Piper. Yeah, they'd be sued. I mean, I guess technically they hired Quake, which means that Quake is like the premier place in all of San Francisco. <laughs> it's not just like right. Denny's or Olive Garden, as you've been saying. Yeah. Like Quake is clearly like, it's like having like, is Sir a restaurant? No, oh, wait, Sir, mm-hmm. that's, from, that's from Real Housewives. <laughs> Sorry, not Sir. Not only, not only like a restaurant and a nightclub and a bar, it is now also like it caters to weddings. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like a smaller town thing where like the nice restaurant kind of does everything in town, but this is San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. So there's just no, anyway, what we, what we forget is that everyone in Charmed is secretly a savant. Mm -hmm. They do normal jobs but they're secretly geniuses. Like they're, they just, they overachieve. Like Andy mm-hmm. will smell out a murder anywhere. And he's a policeman who's rusty with his Latin. <laughs> and, and Prue is fluent. Right. But, right. <laughs> they all have these like amazing hidden talents that aren't always witchcraft. They're just like being amazing at random things. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, how many people just can like pull out Latin phrases? I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Did you go to public school or did you go to some elite private school to become a detective? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, or maybe like that was the thing that they used to teach at public school back in the day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought we'll, we'll get into this later. I mean, or maybe we can just get into it now. But there is a moment where they're looking at a knife and it has Latin on it. And Andy says, mm-hmm. my Latin is rusty. And I thought that that was a joke. He's like, oh, my Latin's rusty as if I spoke Latin because who does that? Right. Right, that's how it sounds. But no, he actually starts translating it. <laughs> and Prue is just like, oh no, it, it, just, it says this. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like, who are these people? <laughs> For her, it makes a little more sense just because like, she's an mm-hmm, art historian. Mm-hmm. So I'm like... Okay, I buy it from her. But yeah, for him it like it really did sound like a joke. But nope, he he is just rusty on it, but at one time he did speak it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'll give it to them, but it's just cuz everyone is secret like what what do we say? Like there's an acting studio right below above or right next door to Quake. That's why everyone's so hot. <laughs> right, right. That's why all these beautiful, skilled people mm-hmm. are here. And then um, everyone's secretly amazing what they do. So you can work at, like, a regular restaurant, but you're secretly, like, a world-famous chef that people will, like, scream at scream at the restaurant for if you don't cater it. <laughs> yeah, because I was just saying, like, if Quake was as good as Quake was and people were still going to it, even if the chef leaves, 
the restaurant still has all the recipes. He's still trained everyone. Like everything can continue. Right. And, and, and the other thing that I don't understand is Piper was hired, I guess, as a sous chef. I'm like, like the way that restaurants work is like, Mm -hmm. they're like line cooks. They're like, um, there's lead line cooks, there's junior sous, and then there's sous chef. And a sous chef is, you know, basically does the job of the chef, but they're working underneath them, you know, so mm-hmm. they like manage the cook, you know, they, they, they right. review all the few, the food, they know all the recipes as well as the chef, you know, obviously the chef's still coming up with the recipes, but they're like, they're literally like getting to the point right. where like, maybe one day they'll be making their own recipes. Right, right. They're like, almost like apprenticing, uh, like they are in service to the chef so that they will one day advance to that point. Mm -hmm. But like, in theory, a sous chef should be as, is like an up and coming talented chef. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Piper went to the restaurant and impressed him enough with her wine chicken dish enough to Mm -hmm. be hired off the spot. So, you know, she's not nobody. She's somebody. I mean, she's talented. Yeah, so this is a whole thing. But to explain the episode, which we haven't done. Um, uh, we start off with a with a with a problematic scene because this wonderful actress who we'll get into who she really is later because it's kind of funny, um, is having a moment with her fiance and mm-hmm. she seems like she's on the verge of tears as she does throughout the whole episode. <laughs> Um, I, I really, really, I was very annoyed by the end of the episode. I'm like, this girl always sounds like she's just about to cry. And I'm like, you can't do that for a whole no. 45 minutes. That's not a personality. Yeah. <laughs> and so she's about to get married and she's like, I just love you so much. I hope that nothing goes wrong at our wedding. And he's like, why aren't you excited? And she's like, I just have this feeling. <laughs> and, um, unfortunately she's proved right because yeah. even though they're standing on this fabulous mansion, they're going to get married tomorrow. He, mm-hmm. um, she's like, I'm just, I'm so nervous that something's going to go wrong. And he's like, then let's just go and get married at let's the elope. courthouse. To, let's elope. Yeah. Let's elope. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like your mama, your mother wouldn't want that. But the mom does want that. The mom comes and says, why didn't you go to the courthouse and get your marriage license so right. that they would marry you at the courthouse before your wedding? He's like, no, we can wait. <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Like, it's so important to her. But they like talk about her as if she's like awful. But then she comes over and she's just like, I want you to get married. Like as soon as possible. Yeah, she's like a little bit robotic. But I mean, they're treating it like she's like this nightmare. But in fact, she's like trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Because she's like letting him marry someone that he loves, mm-hmm. and then the stupid man just mm-hmm. happens a lot. Sorry, guys, we're not always mm-hmm. the best decision makers. Mm-hmm. Like it's like done. He's like he's like now we'll wait. And then this woman named Jade, who's really a demon, shows mm-hmm. up and she's like, "I'm here to marry your son." And uh, we find out that the mom is actually a little crooked. She made a deal with a devil or mm-hmm. a demon. For money and power and wealth, and in exchange, she gets to marry the firstborn. Uh, which is just a shame, because it is not, I mean, what a way to sell out your freaking kid. I know, but it's like kind of like that Rumpelstiltskin moment, like, you're so down and decrepit at the moment in time that you're like, okay, sure, mm-hmm. like, you can have my baby. But then when it happens... So desperate. Yeah, when it happens, they're like, no, wait, I want my baby back. <laughs> Because baby got back. Well, that's not how it works. I know. And in that way, like, the demon kind of gets the raw deal. Because it's like, hey, I made a deal. I stuck to it. I got to get vanquished over it. Come on. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I mean, they don't kill her. They vanquish her, which I think is a little different. Right. Uh, they, they seal her away. Yeah. For, for a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so the demon comes, knocks him out, and I guess uh, has a entrancing spell where, like, even if you're in love, you'll, you know, uh, temporarily um, fall in love with the demon while she's around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's working her dark love magic. Mm-hmm. And this apparently has nothing to do with the charmed one. So we cut to Piper taking a pregnancy test, <laughs> <laughs> which is, um, which is, I was trying to do the math in my head because um, I have a lot of doctors and nurses in my family. And so anytime that someone's mm-hmm. pregnant, you know, we're always just like, we're kind of like go straight to the facts and we're like, okay, mm-hmm. how long has it been since you could have last had sex with the person that you think is the father? Um, yeah. And, you know, what's the gestation period? And, like, when would you know that the that you were pregnant? And when did you start showing? And, um, you know, all this. And, like, what's the actual timeline here? Like, is it possible? So, mm-hmm. um, so Piper takes a pregnancy test, assuming that she's late. Um, Right. And um, we don't know what the result is, but Phoebe has a premonition, and they and Piper's afraid that she might be pregnant with her uh, demon lover's baby. Um, right from the other episode. Yeah, but what's confusing to me here is that okay, we know from previous episodes that that Prue had been dating Jeremy. Well, well, when they killed Jeremy, it's like no, she'd been dating Andy for at least a month in one of the episodes, uh-huh. right? So a month went by since they killed Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And then we also know that Prue goes through a, a car accident in the previous episode. Yeah. And um, she um, had to recover in a hospital from injuries from a car accident to the point where like she's one, no longer showing bruises and two can move <laughs> around with full dexterity of her body. Right. Um, in this episode, who is fully recovered. She is fine. So we're edging on, I would say, at least two months. I think so. I think that's fair to, like, completely recover from that. Yeah. Um, and, and they even say, like, it's been six to eight weeks since uh, Jeremy's been gone. Um, mm-hmm. But I was like, if you're two months pregnant, I mean, you start showing at three, but I feel yeah. like if she were two months in she would know she was pregnant she, yeah she totally would have known by now like you know after like three weeks right uh well i mean i think the earliest you can find out is yeah whenever i mean it'd be like three to five weeks that you know that around when you'd be late mm-hmm. um but then yeah so like it, it should occur that soon that you'd start being suspicious about it for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, this whole like pregnancy test thing, story element should have kind of already happened by now if it was going to be this important. I know. I mean, like two months pregnant is late in the game. Mm-hmm. This is very strange. Like, how would you not know that? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I, there is that TV show. I didn't know I was pregnant, but usually those yeah. people look a little different from what we're seeing here. So mm-hmm. I feel like she would know. I mean, she would have had morning sickness mood changes things um, to indicate food yeah. aversions heartburn heartburn constipation bloating fatigue like you know i mean she would have like basically the flu or she'd be pregnant you know like <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> um anyway so that this 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 episode happens too late for my liking 
Um, mm-hmm. And maybe they filmed stuff out of order so they didn't know how they were going to air everything. But yeah, maybe so. It is, it's very confusing. Um, that happens. Phoebe has the premonition. And then mm-hmm. we um, and then we cut to uh, finding out. So Phoebe's afraid that her sister's going to have a demon baby. Um, and that's kind of like a little storyline here. Um, and then mm. we find out that Piper is catering the wedding. Right. So that's like, that's when we start to actually get tied into, to the bulk of the episode. Like what the intro showed us, we realized that they're going to be interacting with this like dark, evil wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it's actually kind of funny because, um, so Piper goes to the house. Piper goes to the house with her sister. Um, and this is another, mm-hmm. this is another instance of like, um, well, she does need help from Phoebe, but like Phoebe's just like tagging along. At no point at this has she like tried to find a job, paid for groceries, um, <laughs> you know, done really much of anything. No, I mean it, it's <laughs> yeah, it's she's not being that helpful. But here she yeah, is, <laughs> um, or maybe she had. Well, she came to the house with everything that she owned, which was like a backpack and a purse. Um, from New York, right. and I guess she's just been like stealing her sister's clothes. I mean, Jesus! I mean, you know, even when I was unemployed, my mom would be like, "Go volunteer," you know, like yeah, find find something to occupy your time. Which, I mean, I guess we kind of see that she does because I mean, but she's like always between jobs or doing weird random yeah. things. But it doesn't seem to be quite as helpful or beneficial as like the a sous chef or uh, working <laughs> at a gallery or, or uh, you know art history auction place museum <laughs> I know. um or yeah it's she's just not i mean she's finding herself as they say because she does end up going to college or whatever right. soon anyway so we move on we uh we we are then confronted with the fact that chef moore has disappeared and he's just the gift that keeps on giving he had a bad accent you know now he's screwing up uh piper's <laughs> life and in a way that would not happen in the restaurant world i mean you would hire another chef or she'd be promoted to chef de cuisine and then you gotta respect the chef de cuisine of the best restaurant in town Mm -hmm. i mean she's always filling in i think she deserves that uh yeah but we see that when the family finds out they are pissed off (laughs) and and the the evil one is like my wedding is ruined and it's like okay girl (laughs) relax but what's really funny about this it's like the whole point of the wedding was for her to get married, get pregnant, have a baby that's evil, and have it look like it was a human because she had sex with a mortal. Mm-hmm. So what's the point of being so upset about the wedding, Lovely? Like, does mm-hmm. the food really matter if you just want to have sex? Right. Maybe that's her personality, though. Like, aside from all the demon stuff or her, like, goals with the firstborn, that's just, like, who she is. She just still wants to have a perfect wedding. She contains multitudes. Yeah, I guess I guess that's the thing. She's like, but she also, okay, I'll give you that, but that would make more sense if she cared more about the wedding dress. Because Piper walks in, she's like, oh, oh my yeah. God, your wedding dress is beautiful. It's a blah, blah, blah. And she's like, is it? <laughs> it's like, she doesn't even know what the wedding dress is. Right, like, right. No, she, right. Like, if she is so upset about the food, why doesn't she care about other things the same? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if she, and, and it's, and if the food's bad or there's a problem with the food, it's not going to, the food is important at your wedding. Maybe I, when I have a wedding, mm-hmm. I guess the food's going to be really simple. Cause I'm like, food's important, but like the most important thing is that you get married and that you're with everyone. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, yeah. I mean, obviously this is a bridezilla moment, but like, if you don't even know <laughs> what your wedding dress is and who made it, like, why do you care about the food? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just, it was, it was a very, um, interesting moment where i was like they're they're really picking and choosing what to get upset over here right and i don't know if that's just because they needed to explain that chef moore was gone or what but um you know she should have had bridal magazines down in hell where she lives (laughs) and she should have been like this next wedding it only happens every couple hundred years i'm gonna be fly (laughs) yeah do a little (laughs) pre-planning mm-hmm um, and then, um, so the bride is Jade is attacked by this Catholic priest warrior guy. With, yeah, we get the sneaky, sneaky priest. Mm-hmm. He sneaks in. Oh, and he attacks. Uh, he attacks Pipe when he's like, "I have to get in there. There's a demon. You know, she's gonna birth the child from hell." Right. And all the security guards are like, "No. Oh, it's Father. What's his name? He's a freak. Get out of here." Yeah, and that's when he goes and he assumes a disguise of, like, the the catering people, I guess, who Piper doesn't know, or does know, I'm not sure. But they're, like, moving in all the, like, wedding furniture and mm-hmm. everything. So he sneaks in. And when he's, like, sneaking in, we get the original bride, the gal with short hair, mm-hmm. who has also snuck in, tries to talk to her fiancé. He's still under the spell. He's unresponsive to her, doesn't recognize her, doesn't know who she is. And then they come in, get her. I mean, I almost said arrest her, but Mm -hmm. there are no police or anything. They, like, grab her. They're dragging her down the stairs. There's security that's really bad at their job because everyone keeps sneaking (laughs) into the house. (laughs) People are sneaking in left and right. Yeah. There are cameras all over (laughs) that can, like, record people to the point that you can like read their lips, but you can't catch anyone right. when they're sneaking around the manor. <laughs> Especially the the fiance everyone is trying to keep out. Come on. <laughs> How do they not catch that? I don't know. Well anyway, know. though, they they drag her out. And then Father What's His Name in the in the uniform, this other mm-hmm. uniform, has the knife out in his mm-hmm. hand, is mm-hmm. going up the stairs. And it's like, what on earth? How is no one, is everyone that distracted? Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. Is everyone that distracted that a man with a sharp knife, like literally walking with a knife, knife Mm -hmm. first to a house (laughs) is fine? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. But, Uh, But he gets in, he gets in, he tries to confront the, the demon bride mm -hmm. and it does not go so well for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's killed by her friend who, I, I couldn't tell the age of this woman. And I, actually, the ages of people are very confusing. I thought that the mm-hmm. the, um, the son looked very slim, um, yeah. like almost too slim. And he didn't seem like a young man. He seemed like a middle-aged man playing a young mm-hmm. man. He looked, his, I guess, I don't think he had the best of skin. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I, yeah, he did. He like kind of looked a little odd, like in an older way, but playing this like what twenty five, thirty year old. I mean, it, it, yeah. it was it was a little strange for sure. And both of them, um, both of them looked a little too old for the role. I thought the bride looked a little <laughs> too old to be the bride. He looked a little too, like for what they were playing. They was playing like what seemed like a guy in his like early twenties getting married and was like very naive. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
I just sent you photos of this guy's like current headshots. He did mm. he did wrinkle a lot, so I just think he had like not the best of skin. Yeah. You know, well, he looks better now. I think he does look better now, but I do think that everyone looks better now. Like we just <laughs> like you know how like beauty changes. Mm-hmm. So like, back then he's like, oh, I'm fine, but now we're like, no, no, no. There's a lot more you can do. Like maybe add a little tanner. You know, grow your hair out, mm-hmm. gain some weight. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, but the uh, the attack is, like, happening, right? Mm-hmm. And Phoebe and Piper catch on because they saw this big knife mm-hmm. in this weird scene. Well, it's, like, leading up to the attack. It's, like, right when it's happening. But they are running through this kitchen area mm-hmm. to meet a security guard. Mm-hmm. Silent the whole time as they're running. They stop, and Piper says, he... He's after the bride. <laughs> like, she can't get the words out. And it's like, well, yeah, no no shit. Nobody could catch on and help because, like, you didn't say anything and you waited forever. The timing's crazy. Uh, I'd be like, man with a knife walking through the house. Like, stop yeah. him. Like, this is wild. Yeah. But also, right. because they are the charmed ones, if a man walks up to you and says someone's going to give birth to a demon... I'd be paying attention. Yeah, I'd pay a lot of attention. Just, uh, <laughs> just It's crazy. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so they break the priest's neck. They throw him out the window. Mm-hmm. The police are called. They find him with the poignard, which uh, was a word that I learned on Charmed. <laughs> um, you know, they, they're like a little suspect of the bride because they're like, wait a minute. So this guy is attacking you with a knife and, you know, you just happen to duck and he falls out a window mm-hmm. and it's that convenient. Right. And and Andy says, like, look at where the window is. Look at where his body is. There's no mm-hmm. way. There's no way that he could have fallen that far from lunging at someone. Yeah. So, Buddy's dead. And they have no choice to believe her because she says, I've got a lot of planning to do for my wedding tomorrow. And nobody wants to mess with that. <laughs> I know, but like... There's nothing more guilty than a bride who's just been through a traumatic experience where someone tried to mm-hmm. kill her the day before her wedding. And she's like, <sighs> I'm going to go focus on my wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like super chipper. And be like, you're the killer. Mm-hmm. I mean, the cops would be like, oh, no, honey, you're coming in for questioning. We want all the surveillance footage. Like, this is not how it's going now. <laughs> um this is where we start to see their like demon forms. And I always love when they switch to demon mm-hmm. form because it's like they just kind of do it randomly and you don't really know why they have to because like there's no real there's no reason why they don't have their powers when they're in disguise Mm -hmm. i think it's like a fun makeup moment for like the staff oh yeah i think so Mm -hmm. i mean it's like it's pretty neat i mean the digital effects aren't so great but once they've like once they've like arrived at the effect it's good well yeah but i think it's one of those things where like it's not good it's the digital effects are not good now but back then it was pretty baller (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, wait, is, is Prue, does Prue only use her eyes now to move stuff or does she use her hands? I think she's still just with her eyes. Okay. So she's squinting a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is really funny. Um, I'm, sh- I'm sure that Shannon Doherty was just like, this is getting really annoying. Like I'm just squinting a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, so, <laughs> so the, mm-hmm. the police are kind of like on to the, the evil bride. Um, mm-hmm. And then we see that, like, Rex Buckland has brought in, a, like, a fertility statue. Yeah. Uh, for, and, and is, like, secretly sending it to the wedding. And he's, like, curious about the Hallowells, but we don't know why. Mm-hmm. And we get to see that woman again who, like, 
doesn't like Prue. <laughs> so that's always a treat when she's around. Yeah. Oh, but this one, so Rex Buckham's having this secret conversation with his assistant, um, who I guess, who is jealous when they hired Prue, but almost mm-hmm. jealous for no reason because if she's already like, not that like it's guaranteed that you're like, if you're, screwing your boss that you're gamefully employed mm-hmm. but if you already have the boss if you know that the boss has like a super sweet spot for you <laughs> why would you be intimidated when he's hiring an art historian i know yeah because she's like evil to her from the get <laughs> and yet she was already you know into the you know like she's there was almost no competition to start with so like her animosity right. towards prue is crazy because like they were looking at the fertility statue and Prue's like, oh, it's a fertility goddess. You know, like they say that like you get fertile just by being around it. And she's like, well, my bi- biological clock isn't ticking. Basically like screaming <laughs> her for being like an older woman who's like right. not, you know, married. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of want to be like, F you. Like, fine. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, and she's also, I mean, like uh, Prue's supposed to be like 25 right? So like, I think she's 27. I think they said in the last episode. Yeah. But that's like, that's so young. There's plenty of time. My mom had me at like 31, um, in the seventies, in the Mm nineties, if you're like 27, you're not married with kids in San Francisco of all places. You're fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have loads of time ahead of you. Well, I mean, Prue doesn't, but I mean, generally, yeah, but she's jealous of her seemingly about the biological clock in this moment. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why? <laughs> yeah. So it's very, very strange, very odd. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so luckily, you know, because all the crazy stuff's going around, um, Piper realizes that, you know, Allison should really be marrying the guy and mm-hmm. it all seems wrong. And oh, oh, and then uh, Phoebe puts together that. Um, the demon baby is Hecate, um, based off of the information that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then, uh, there's that wonderful scene where, um, uh, Prue is talking with Andy. He brings her the knife being like, I don't know what's going on with this knife. Like, can you tell me something about yeah. it? Cause you're an art historian. And then this is where they have their discussion about Latin. Cause like they, she instantly can read the Latin and then she looks it up on the internet. And this is in mm-hmm. the age of dial up where um, I don't know if art history, like online resources were as strong <laughs> as, you as know, like Google, today, yeah, as Google yeah. or like Wikipedia, <laughs> but she like <clears throat> is able to just put that phrase into the computer, her laptop, by the way. Yeah. Um, and not not like a big powerful computer, but like the small one that you use for like personal things. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's able to immediately pull up an article about Hecate and the poignard, and uh, poignard. I don't know how to say it, mm-hmm. but um, I'm like, this is some good internet. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. It's 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 immediately right there. I mean, and it's true that like 
I mean, it's not necessarily a funny show, so they mm-hmm. couldn't necessarily like wait for the dial tone to finish. Okay, yeah. now I'm booted up and then search for it and wait for forever to like pull it up. That'd be really funny and very of mm-hmm. the time. So for convenience's sake, I see why they had to have it pull up right away. <laughs> but it's like, it's really fast. I remember like, mm-hmm. you know, dialing up, connecting. It was expensive mm-hmm. to stay connected. So like, it was just, <laughs> I was shook. I was like, oh my God, the internet's so good on charm. Like magic and magical internet, like mm-hmm. way before it's <laughs> Anyway, so. They, they realized they have to help. They have to, they have to get involved. Yeah, but what's funny is, like, so they come together, they realize that Hecate's around, and I looked up, Hecate was, like, the goddess of, like, witchcraft and magic. Wow. So, um, it's really funny that they say that Hecate is this woman that has sex and, like, has all these crazy babies and situations. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't look at, I didn't look up Hecate that much to get, like, deeper into it, but she was the goddess of magic, witchcraft, night, moon, ghost, and necromancy. Um so she's not a demon she's a goddess and i don't know where all these like demon babies are coming from but i thought it was just a convenient thing probably for them to talk about Um, to just kind of pick something yeah pick something and make her evil (laughs) for it um (laughs) so they they decide that they're gonna go check on the bride to make sure she's sakate i don't know what more proof they needed Right, but they're they're gonna go spy, <laughs> like just in case. And then again, they sneak onto the mansion that has like a security team of at least ten people. But do they get caught? <laughs> no, and they're in the middle of the night, staring into the bride's bachelorette yeah. party. Yeah, and then also, <laughs> so the stripper comes in, and then the the demons eat the man somehow. Um, which mm-hmm. you know, we don't even see like we don't hear blood, but she scratches him, and he. Anyway, it's very strange. But um, what's funny is that when they attack him, the girls don't even scream. Right. They don't scream. They they, they, they barely react. <laughs> the reaction's really small. And I'm, I, I assume they were in a studio where, like, they could k- kind of see what's happening. I mean, that, like, it doesn't actually happen in front of them. But I, I feel like they're, they mm-hmm. were cued that, like, they're being attacked. But I was like, you know movies nowadays that are a little bit more realistic where like the man would be attacked he'd be cut and they'd be like right right they would at least like (laughs) gasp one time i mean i don't know it's uh... especially if you didn't think it was coming right because because they are like having a good time Mm -hmm. like and they're like oh this is oh this is kind of cute they're just having a bachelorette thing and then it happens and they're like oh uh uh-oh whoopsie daisy like ooh, from the window <laughs> yeah it's just not even trying to stop it or save him or anything i mean i guess they're outnumbered maybe that's why they didn't want to try <laughs> that doesn't seem like them yeah it was just i was just like oh okay i guess they've like really they're just not shocked now mm-hmm. yeah i guess that's it they've been desensitized by the previous five episodes yeah it's just like i just like um I was just like, oh, okay, well, I guess they're just, like, experts now at demons, and everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, guess what? The Charmed Ones are on the job. Hooray! Mm-hmm. Now they're on the case. <laughs> so, yeah, the original fiancé uh, comes and mm-hmm. talks to them. They know they have to help because of what they saw. And then Piper and Phoebe infiltrate. Well, I don't know. I mean, Piper's supposed to be there anyway, but Phoebe comes along (laughs) to infiltrate. And they're wearing these cute little, like, tuxedo things. But, of course, Phoebe's 
Phoebe's boobs are completely out. Look, she's a beautiful um, woman and she's allowed. She is. It's just funny that it's like, this is the catering uniform. Ba-boom. <laughs> For a wedding. Come on. But it's well it's actually funny. you're right though, because the 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 catering staffs, you're not supposed to stand out. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you are a little bit more well endowed or blessed with God's gifts, um, <laughs> uh, although any size is fine. Um, you know, you're supposed to, you know, just keep it discreet. Maybe, you know, wear like a nice t-shirt you know? <laughs> or a bigger blazer just so it evens out and you're not distracting the, uh, the patrons. Um, yeah. So they, they sneak on. We have this hilarious scene where, um, Hecate again is like super into like the, the weddingness of it all. She's like, oh my God, my last wedding was totally, um, I, or like I had, I don't know. Oh, she read Faust right before her last wedding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or I guess that's her something borrowed. So she's borrowing a book that she's borrowed before. I don't know. Anyway. Um, and then her something blue is the mom crying. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very mean and unfair. And I think that it's uh, rude. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's just what, that's just what the doctor ordered from this episode. Right. Um, anyway, so the wedding kind of happens. Um, oh, but oh, what's even great. Another savant moment. So the wedding's happening. The police are always like just behind the charmed ones. I mean, this is like this right. is the savant to the T. The charmed ones figure out everything super fast. And <laughs> Andy is almost as fast as they are. Because um, so they're watching the tapes that they've requisitioned. And mm-hmm. um, not only does he know Latin, but he watches the tape and he's like, and Daryl's like, oh, they're having a conversation. Like, who knows what they're saying? And Andy's like, <laughs> you don't read lips? Oh, God. I'm like, like his well, Latin is rusty, but he can read lips. Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't read lips. Most people don't read lips. <laughs> but I mean, it just looks like, wah, 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 <laughs> you know, like little peanuts. But Andy's like, oh, like, killing a priest wasn't part of our plan i was like prove that in a court of law <laughs> that's not probable cause like a, a soundless mm-hmm. video with lip with a lip read expert is not probable cause <laughs> not at all but you know what but sure andy okay <laughs> just to help you get a little bit closer to catching up with the charm yeah ones. um which yeah i mean anyway so then uh, andy's on his way we know that he might save the day if he gets there in time um Mm-hmm. Um, Prue saves her sisters from some demons that are attacking them. And then a weird thing happens where uh, Piper can't freeze the demons. Um, and they say it's because right. she's too far away. She's able to freeze a fly that's like right next to them, but she's too far away to freeze the demons. This to me yeah. makes no sense because she can freeze an entire no. room. Right. I mean, that's, uh, and they don't like super explain it, at least just yet, but it's like, when has this range ever existed yeah, before? Like that, that doesn't make sense. So, uh, but they never say if it, if it was really something like her nerves or her panic anxiety mm-hmm. or anything like that, they just are like, Nope, too far away. Oh, now we're closer. Okay. Now it yeah. works. Cause she's never really able to freeze them. And you could say like, they're too high level of a demon for her, like meager powers. And she's not strong enough yet. I think that would be fine, but it's like, mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no. You have to be really close. And I'm like, don't put this limitation on Piper's powers. Cause you can't back this up. She freezes people mm-hmm. all the time from further distances away. Like 
in the uh, in the episode with the uh, the Chinese guy. Mm-hmm. She walked into the room. He's like a good ten feet away from her. Yeah, yeah. So it makes very little sense. Anyway, so <laughs> so uh, what's her name comes just in time to save the day. They interrupt the wedding for um, the declaration of love that should um, that should cure. Right. Speak now, forever hold your peace. And yeah. then so she speaks. She's she speaks. Like, I love you. And then, yeah, the the demon lady like calls upon the skies mm-hmm. and tells tells the weather to do its worst. Mm-hmm. And everybody there, like nobody acknowledges it. Like the wedding guests, the, the person officiating, nobody reacts to her doing that. They mm-hmm. just react to, oh, it's really windy now. Let's Things all run away. Like, yeah, but. But nobody's like, whoa, did she just do that? <laughs> oh my that's, God. that's crazy. And like, I'd assume it's another priest. And I want to know, where's his poignard? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they, yeah, they should all be carrying one at all times, right? I mean, I guess he's like, it's part of a secret order of priests that have it. Um, or, yeah. or maybe there's only one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think it's really funny that if there's only one and it's a secret order of priests, like blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think it's also funny that, like, in the Book of Shadows, the drawing is almost as good as the photo that um, that Prue brings in um, for, that's a printout from a computer. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was also very, very strange. <laughs> but you're right. Like, we're at a wedding. This woman casts a spell that's basically bringing a tornado down on a house. And everyone's just like, ah, run away from the weather. It's like, run away from her. <laughs> yeah, she did that in front of you. <laughs> That's I don't totally understand. Uh, suspension of disbelief. Suspension. Susp- I can't say it. Suspension. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. That is the only <laughs> thing that can explain this because there's no other reason. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so but here's the thing. So Allison is supposed to declare the love to break the spell. She never really gets a chance to do that. So I don't know why they even go to the trouble of saying that she needs to do it. They could just interrupt the wedding and like move along yeah. with their lives. Um. So then uh, Hecate steals him. And even though they're not married, she still tries to bang him, which I don't think counts. Right. I mean, that's, we're not really told because you have to have this wedding. I guess it's some sort of like demonic bonding thing so Mm -hmm. that you can have this child. So, but she's, I guess, desperate because, I mean, she just made a storm happen in front of everyone and then goes Mm -hmm. to try to get pregnant anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think she's grasping at straws because she knows the charmed ones are on her tail. (laughs) <laughs> so they like bust in the room anyway right um, they do they do yeah, and, and so she my favorite part though is when she gets up because they bust into the room right and she's like mm-hmm. uh oh gotta defend myself and the groom just like rolls himself over onto the ground like <laughs> it's so odd because it's like no one pushed him or anything he <laughs> would normally just stand in bed but he's like and rolls over onto the floor in such a limp way. It's very funny to me. But also, it's like it's like he's collapsing. But if you collapse in a bed, you stay on the bed. Yeah, you, just, you just have laid down. Instead, he rolls and he like collapses and then rolls off the bed like stop, drop, and roll like he's on fire or something. <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> Maybe he felt like he was on fire from the demon being so close to him. But like, still. Uh-huh. Not very probable. Um, <laughs> anyway, so the, the, she's there, and then this is another one of those moments where the demons are like this close to the charm ones, and they do nothing. Mm-hmm. They're like, "What you gonna do with that knife, girl?" 
Because <laughs> they're not even frozen, right? Like, Piper still can't freeze them. Right, 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 right. So they're there. They're like, we're here to take you down. We have the knife in our hand. And mind you, the priest did the same, the same thing. And he's part mm-hmm. of a secret order. So he should know how to use the knife, right? Well, you'd think so. <laughs> so he's just he just has it there. He's like, um, yeah, you would think so. He has it there. He's like wielding it around. Neck gets broken by the demon behind him. Yeah. Um, in this case, um, there's the knife. It doesn't even touch them. By the way, I thought they were going to have to stab them. You know, I thought so too. Yeah, and so they'd have the blood on it or something. But <laughs> you just they hold out the knife and mm-hmm. um, and. <laughs> And that's the part that I don't get is that like, how is she using her telekinesis to get them into the knife? Because it looks like the knife can just pull them in on its own. Yeah. I mean, he like, he like does it, he holds it out. There's no explanation as to why he magically can use it. And then Prue just kind of is like, Oh, I'm doing, I'm going to nudge you over there. And because Mm -hmm. she nudges them, which is part of her power. Telekinesis is part of her power. Nudging. Yeah. Yeah. So she can move things. And because she nudges them, they're like sucked into the knife. Mm-hmm. Demon vanquished. No bloodshed. Yeah. No magical thing. <laughs> There's an inscription on the knife and no one has to say it. Yeah, it, it, it's very odd. It seemed like too easy. Yeah, way too easy. Anyway, I think they just ran out of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they were like, all right, guys, let's wrap it up. <laughs> I mean, maybe the budget for like the, the costumes was like so great because that's basically like full on skin mask situation. Yeah. And they have to like shoot back and forth. So like mm-hmm. it just must have been a lot because it was like at least four people, right? Yes, because there are three handmaidens and then the queen, and she had a big contraption on her face. Um, right, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, anyway, and then so they vanquished him. He's like, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> and you know what? And that's and that's gotta be enough. They did their job. Yeah, they did their job. They're moving on. She gives him back the knife. He's like, wait, why do you have the knife that soon? He's like, we'll talk about this. They never talk about it. Never goes into it. <laughs> <laughs> never, not once. Like, I mean, he's given so many clues that she's a witch. And then, you know, even when she tells him, it's still weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you keep showing up when something magical happens, but I'm gonna talk to you about it. But instead, I'm just gonna show up randomly at your house yeah. with chicken. And then it's no, it's, it's not chicken, a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. It's always just like cutesy by the end, so that we forget about it. We move on. He's he's distracted. It's because Shannon Doherty's so pretty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm, she's so good. She's so good. Um. Oh, God. And then we see this woman who I didn't mention at the start, but that haircut was so unfortunate. It was like... Oh, boy. Yeah, it's yeah. not a good one. And, like, there are so many dark tones in makeup back then that on mm-hmm. really fair-skinned women, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not, I'm not telling them they have to look any sort of certain way, but it's just like... It it feels like she didn't have, like, a Sephora consultant back then. Yeah, I mean... um the skin on the on the couple that's trying to get married, but it always gets interrupted, and then mm-hmm. finally they do at the end. It just is not the best. And mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna send you some photos of her today. Okay. And I'm telling you, because back then she she kind of looked like she looks like King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and now she's kind of like a she's more of like a milfiv type. Oh my gosh! But um, oh, is she the 
the mom of the of the little girl in Ant Man? Yeah. Oh my god. And she looks great, right? Yeah, she looks great. Hasn't aged today. I mean, maybe a little Botox, but like she's, she's a momager now. Yeah. She's 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 creating a huge star from her daughter, and she has that little son who I'm sure she's going to push into acting as oh, well because sure. her husband's an actor too. Um, her name is Christy Lynn Smith. Um, I do not like her acting in this movie. I think she's annoyingly mm-hmm. close to tears at all times, and yeah. I just want like a little bit more depth than that. <laughs> but she is a gorgeous woman i mean she's just vivacious her daughter is killing the game she's an Mm -hmm. ant-man she's in transparent she's in togetherness marvel money marvel money honey (laughs) um (laughs) um yeah so i mean i can't say the best things about her in this tv show Mm -hmm. but um i i think that she She's a trooper. She kept on working at her career and her daughter's killing the game. I also mm-hmm. saw a photo of her at the premiere of uh, Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Oh. Um, I don't know if that's because they were just there or if it's because her daughter's also in that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, killing the game with the new generation of actors. Um, that's great. Yeah, so yeah, good, good on her. I'm just saying that, like, she did. She looks pretty much the same today as she did then, and I think that's a testament to how bad the makeup was. Yeah, I I think yeah. After this point, she probably really found she fell into like herself. You know what I mean? Yeah, in, like she, the best way. I mean, because this is like almost like twenty years ago. Yeah, that's bananas. Like twenty years from now, she looks better. Yeah, and with that's longer good. hair, with better hair. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, yeah, she like, it looks so glamorous now. Yeah. The Sinead O'Connor thing doesn't work on everyone. Lesson to the wise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also like women, you can have your hair at every length. It's just like, get a cute cut. Yeah. Right. And men too. Like. Oh, for sure. Like you do you. Any length like works, do what works. Yeah. Do what works for you, but just (laughs) phone a friend, phone a nan, you know, trust your hairdresser if they're good. (laughs) But like, you know, get a, get a little crowd opinion. And also there are mm-hmm. things like, I guess they didn't have this nowadays, but there are things where you're like, you can take your photo and try a different couple of haircuts. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh, like, like it would be like generated onto you so you can see how it would look. Yeah. It's kind of like Facetune, cool. but it's like, you know how people are always posting like how I look as a woman now? Mm, right, right. It's right. that same app, but you can do like different haircuts. It doesn't work as well on black people because most of the haircuts are like for people with straight hair. Uh, you know, I, I can, I can try out a Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So again, I mean, they vanquished the demons cause they're charmed and they're amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, but here's the thing that I love about this episode. I don't feel uncomfortable that much. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly, perfectly, uh, changed from a lot of the themes in the episodes up to yeah. now. Like, we have a lot of violence against women, a lot of like sexual and violent things that are a pain to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, at least in this one, it's like, it's a wedding. Yes, there's evil, but it's not something that's like victimizing someone in a brutal way. <laughs> this is a charmed episode made after my own liking. There's magic. There's, mm-hmm. you know, funny moments with a stripper. Um, there's mm-hmm. some sultry moments between Andy and Prue. And then they vanquish people. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not happy with the hair, but I'm, yeah. I, I'm I'm realizing that I'm a very harsh hair critic. So friends, Romans, countrymen, you know, 
don't ask me about your haircuts unless you want some brutal honesty. <laughs> Which it's fun to give for 90s hairstyles. Oh, yeah. The 90s was a light time, but also the darkest of times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, you know, guys, that's, uh, that Great. was the wedding from hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy, was it. Amen. Okay. Wow. <sighs> Crisis averted. We saved the day. We stopped the evil wedding. And I feel like we learned some lessons. Mm-hmm. I think we got closer together. Um, mm-hmm. All of us. All of us. Uh, in, in making sure that you make your feelings known, you know, and also to be organized when you're getting married. Mm-hmm. Get that license. I feel like I would get engaged and then get the license. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, but I'm all, my mom is really practical and she always said that get engaged to get married. So, you know, it's like six months to a year for the wedding. If you wait, like, you know, some people get engaged and they wait like two years. Mm-hmm. Don't trust those people. Don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people because I'm planning a wedding, mm-hmm. but I wanted to give myself enough time because I know me and I know our schedules. Oh my God. Is this a foot and mouth moment? How long are you going to be engaged for? No, it's totally fine. Um, we've been engaged for over a year now, and our wedding is going to be May 2020. Okay, so how long will it be? It's it's a long one. Okay. Um, it's like... Because it's not even this year. It's next year. That's like two and a half years. And no, I've had... You know what? The last wedding I was in is my fiance's younger brother. Uh-huh. They told us they were going to get married. Uh, they told us in September uh-huh. their wedding is was November. Oh my God. Two months. Two, two months? months. This mm-hmm. this is not a shotgun situation, I assume. Don't incriminate anyone. Don't answer that. No, no, no. It's not. <laughs> no, it's not at all. They just were like, we just don't want it to be a huge deal. We don't want it to be like crazy. Mm-hmm. We just want to do the thing and people will be there like family, like close family oh, and friends. Cute. And it was just like a quick little thing. We're doing something the complete opposite. It is going to be a, a thing, oh, a deal. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, I've been like just planning it for a yeah. long time, and I I know it was going to be a whole mm-hmm. thing, so I just wanted to try to give myself. Enough okay, time. well, okay, yeah. I both say what I said and I also <laughs> say what I say because I'm really excited about your wedding. Um, yeah, okay, but uh, okay, so I'm gonna rephrase, um, and <laughs> I'm gonna say that I'm not. A, a I mean, I'm engagement. I I want. I want to wait a long time just to make sure no demons pop up. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, but I'm trying <laughs> to say that, like, demons pop up So with, in most cases. Demons so, like, up. you know, when you, when you get engaged, getting – well, get engaged to get married. Don't get engaged to be engaged. Yes. Get engaged and oh, set yeah. a date. That's my point. Like, mm-hmm. okay, oh, sometimes totally. the totally. engagement goes on for a long time, but don't get engaged and be like, we don't know when we're getting married. You know, and be like, oh, we're oh, going to, no, no, we're no. going to plan it later. Like get engaged and oh, get, there... get like, we're getting married. You got to have pretty clear ideas mm-hmm. on what's going to happen. Cause like, if you don't, I don't trust you. That's when demons pop mm-hmm. up. When you're like, you go through the whole thing, <laughs> you get engaged. And then they're That's like, amazing. oh wait, um, wait, when, when are we getting married? Are we, are we actually doing that? Like, is it a thing? You know? Mm-hmm. That's when mm-hmm. the demons sneak in the, in the in the yeah, and they try the to have knowing. demon babies with you. Um, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, so I think I think that's the lesson that I learned because it, it just it re it reaffirmed my, my I think my parents like got married like within a couple weeks, like 
Well, they dated for oh, like wow. 10 years or something. And then, um, well, not there. 10 years, well, a long time. They dated for many, many years. And then finally they were like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like people are going to start judging us now. Um, but not, not that they yeah. really cared, but they were like, you know, you moved to another country for me. You know, this is, we're coming back together mm-hmm. for like the first time. Like, I think if we weren't sure about it, then we should be sure about it now. Um, so then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, I love you. We were, we, we committed for a long time. We can, we can get married. And then they're like, okay. So, uh, she went over to my aunt. She was like, plan the wedding. And my aunt planned it in a very short mm-hmm. amount of time. I think there was only like a couple weeks and, you know, wow. everyone just got together. They got married in my aunt's backyard. It was beautiful. My mom was a diva woman for my woman for woman for days she got married in a heart-shaped dress it was white with like streaks of color on it um (laughs) my dad got married in a white suit which he bought the day of the wedding from today's men they got it hemmed like in the store and they were like you can have this in a week he's like man i'm getting married today i mean it it was just and and the wedding looked like a lot of fun you know it was just like look i'm just getting Mm engaged to get married people because demons happen and um, even if it's two and a half years, they set a date, and I believe in them. So I've seen photos of you and your fiance, and you guys are just uh, adorable. Oh, thank you, adorable. Thank oh my you god! So when you much. dropped him off to the airport, you were like, "He's God." I was like, oh, "I want him." Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, so we'll see. <laughs> Dating is hard, people. So I'm in no rush, but um, we have fun. <laughs> facts. Um, Life lessons learned from charm. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you next week, guys. Oh, I'm in love. See ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>